The Veterans Health Administration has hired a boatload of people during the pandemic. They did it by cutting unnecessary steps and delaying some of the onboarding process until after the new hires started work. The average time to hire went from 94 days before the pandemic to 10 to 12 days during the health crisis. Congress is impressed and wants to see VA hire with the same agility during normal times. We get more now from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Congress has spent the past few years wringing its hands over tens of thousands of vacancies at the Department of Veterans Affairs. Year after year, that vacancy number stays about the same. But a pandemic hits and VA has suddenly managed to make more progress in months than it has in years. The Veterans Health Administration has hired more than 23,000 people since March. So far this fiscal year, VHA has seen a net increase of 8,000 new hires two-thirds of whom came on board since the pandemic. This news is mostly positive for Congress, but there's a bit of exasperation there, too. John Tester is the ranking member of the Senate Veterans Affairs Committee. That shows that the agency is actually capable of when it sets itself to the task. But it, wouldn't, it shouldn't take a pandemic for the VA to be able to fix some of its uh, internal hiring processes, when many of the challenges, uh, I think, could have been made years ago, and if they couldn't have, you can tell me why. Because over the years, Congress has given the department numerous hiring authorities. And uh, my concern is, is that the VA is dragging its feet when it comes to implementing them. Some of these authorities are several years old, and the VA has yet to put them to use. VHA managed to hire more people more quickly because it drastically cut down the onboarding process. The department cut out some steps and delayed others. It pushed back some of the usual reference and records checks until after new employees started work. Time to hire was at 94 days before the pandemic. Now it's at 10 to 12 days, and in some cases, it's even at three days. Now VA is reviewing the changes it made to the hiring and onboarding process to see what can become permanent. Stephen Lieberman is the acting principal deputy undersecretary for health at the VA. We're still just three months into this process, and so we will be paying close attention to this, making sure there are no unintended consequences to some of these improvements we've made. And we certainly are prepared to come back if we need any support from the committee to share with you what that is uh, as we do this assessment moving forward. We're just not ready to ask for that today. VA is still trying to figure out whether the risk it took when it hired new employees before all the usual records checks is paying off. Congress wants to make sure VA isn't hiring anyone who really isn't fit to serve at the department. Here's Lieberman again. First of all, let me assure you that we have not seen any untoward events occurring in our healthcare system to date. We also have not had to remove any clinical staff uh, that we've hired under this expedited uh, process. We are following the Joint Commission uh, processes for uh, urgent privileging, and uh, we do check three items right up front, and we make sure they have an active license. We check a reference, and one that I think is, is particularly helpful is we go to what's called the National Practitioner Data Bank, and there we can see if an applicant had a payment with a malpractice suit, if they have a history of criminal activity or civil action against them related to health care, whether they've been denied an appointment to a health care program, state or federal, whether there's been an action taken against their license by against state or federal. So this is something we're paying attention to. If we were to see any warning signs, either during the application process or even following, we would 
take a very immediate look at what was going on with that individual and, and pull them away from patient care while we do a further investigation. Jessica Bongiorni is the chief of human capital management at the Veterans Health Administration. Certainly when you look at any process, there are people who may be resistant to changing it. And sometimes the complexity of our hiring process makes it feel to the average user of the process that it can't be changed. I think what the pandemic showed us and our our lofty goal that we pushed towards to get to a three-day onboarding timeline was it made us very creative to think through what were the things that we could change and what help did we need. It is unusual to have the level of support that we have had just among each other and with from other federal agencies. So we're really grateful to see the amount of collaboration that we had from OPM and other partners to help us really think through how we could break down those barriers. And now we're starting to evaluate each one of those changes that we made and figure out how many days it shaved off of the process and how we can retain many of those changes. Senator Tester says he's concerned VA employees are feeling supported during the pandemic, especially as the coronavirus caseload grows in certain parts of the country. The VA needs to make itself the employer of choice for healthcare professionals. And the first step of that is ensuring staff, current staff, is feeling supported. Think about it if you were out going to go get a new job and they offered you a job, the first people you would talk to, either before the interview or after, would be the people who work in that facility. If they're not happy, we're not going to get the employees we need. And quite frankly, uh, we've got great employees within the VA. We just need more of them. And we need to retain the, the good ones we've got because they are, they're the, like I said before, the backbone of the VA. One of the things about making a staff feel that they're wanted and supported is to guarantee they have access to PPE and testing that they need to be able to do their job safely. And VA leadership must recognize the sacrifices that staff are making uh, by providing retention, incentives, and hazard pay when appropriate. Victoria Brahm manages a cluster of VA hospitals in the Midwest. She says employee retention is definitely tough, but they have found a way to learn what's driving doctors and nurses to stay. We had a turnover rate of about 16% in our RNs by instituting what we call stay in the VA and stay interviews at uh, incremental times during the RN, the new RN stay, 30, 60, 90 days. We have different levels of management meeting with them. How can we do better? What are we doing right? What makes you want to stay? Why are you here to serve? And we found that in the course of a year, we were able to reduce the turnover rate by 50%. So not only are we aggressively hiring, but we want to retain and make sure that we do have the staff that we need. VA leaders in the field say they're offering special contribution and retention awards to employees. VHA is also waiving the usual biweekly pay caps for employees who work long hours and are on the front lines of the pandemic. So far, 150 employees have exceeded the biweekly pay and overtime caps. But VA thinks more employees will exceed those limits as the pandemic continues throughout the year. Over 2,000 VA employees have volunteered so far to deploy to other regions with an especially high need. Some did short stints at state-run veterans' nursing homes. Meantime, VA says it is aware of possible burnout among its employees. Brahm says medical centers in her region have created spaces where employees can unwind and relax. Mental health experts are identifying resources and creating listening sessions where employees can vent.
Here's Brahm. The resilience, I am shocked. We have very little call-offs during an epidemic that is very scary. We've had people come back that were retired. I have a nurse that came back after retiring after 40 years of service. She was an infection control person, came back over the age of 60. I can say that because I am too, but over the age of 60, that came right back into an epidemic and helped do infection control surveillance. They're just awesome. Every day, I'm amazed with resilience. Nicole Legrisco, Federal News Network. Check out Nicole's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.